You're listening to Biceps After Babies Radio, episode number 178. Hello, and welcome to Biceps After Babies Radio, a podcast for ladies who know that fitness is about so much more than pounds lost or PRs. It's about feeling confident in your skin and empowered in your life. I'm your host, Amber Brzezicki, a registered nurse, personal trainer, wife, and mom of four. Each week, my guests and I will excite and motivate you to take action in your own personal fitness as we talk about nutrition, exercise, mindset, personal development, and executing life with conscious intention. If your goal is to look, feel, and be strong and experience transformation from the inside out, you, my friend, are in the right place. Thank you for tuning in. Now let's jump into today's episode. Hey, 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 welcome back to another episode of Biceps After Babies Radio. I'm your host, Amber Brzezicki, and we are bringing back an old series, an old series with with new people. So back in 2021, about halfway through 2021, I had this idea. It was this idea to bring on women to be able to share their stories of how they did it. And the impetus of this was this idea that I've seen played out over and over and over again in my clients, where we all have different experiences. We all have different circumstances in life. We all have different ages and health problems and things that can sometimes make it hard to be able to reach our goals. And I saw it over and over again that when women were able to find other women who they identified with, who they said to themselves, that woman, she's like me. She has the same experience that I have. And she was able to accomplish something. Maybe I can accomplish it as well. And I think this, this plays out in many areas of my life. I'm always looking for people who have done what I want to do, who've accomplished it because it starts to help me believe, okay, they did it, which means it's possible. And if it's possible for them, maybe it's possible for me as well. And so that was where this idea of the I Did It series came from. Showcasing women who are able to achieve a goal, be able to learn something along the way, be able to share their story so that you listening to the podcast can find yourself in these different women, right? Not everybody's going to find themselves in my story. My story may not be anything similar to your life experience. And so my goal was to bring as many women from as many different walks of life with as many different lessons and as many different experiences together as possible so that as you're listening, you can find yourself in them and be able to be inspired and motivated and excited and see their success and be able to believe it's possible for you as well. So that's where the I Did It series came around. We did that last year. We shared a bunch of stories uh, on Fridays. So we released them on Fridays. They're a little bit shorter episodes. And you guys loved it. I got so much great feedback from so many of you about how you love the idea of the series. And when we stopped it, because it really was only meant to be for like a certain period of time. And when we stopped it, we heard so many of you be like, wait, where to go? When is it coming back? Is it going to come back? And so as I was reevaluating things for 2021 and, and kind of putting together a vision for what I wanted the podcast to be in 2021, it was very apparent that one of the things that I wanted to bring back was the I Did It series. And so that's what we're doing. And so every Friday, you will have an extra bonus episode. I'll, I'll still be releasing on Tuesday. Those will be normal, typical episodes, a little bit longer, either myself or me interviewing um, an expert or, or somebody else. 
And then on Fridays, we'll release a special bonus episode. And these are shorter. These are more like the 15, 20 minute mark. And um, it's just kind of a little bonus episode of somebody who has gone through Macros 101, who has gone through a journey and they're just sharing their story and what they've learned and their experience. And my hope is that you will listen to these stories and you will not feel alone, that you'll feel inspired that you'll feel excited, and that you'll feel like maybe if somebody else can do it, you can do it as well. And so we're going to kick off the I Did It series with Marla. Marla Hannig. And I loved Marla's story because she has a lot of um, unique situations that I feel like a lot of people will resonate with. So Marla is 49 years old and she has five kids ranging all the way from eight years old, all the way up to 25 years old. And we talk in this episode about how Marla is kind of an OG when it comes to macros. She found macros way the heck back in 2012. I didn't even know what they were until 2015. And um, so we kind of share that story. But what I thought was so fun about Marla and There's two reasons I wanted to bring her on. One, because she really talks about maintenance and how amazing being at maintenance has been for her, how it wasn't where she wanted to be. She'll tell the story about maintenance is not where she wanted to be. (laughs) And she'll tell the story about how she got there and what it's been like for her. And then the second thing is, is that she really has some amazing life lessons that she shares in this episode. Uh, life lessons that she didn't really think that she wanted to learn or didn't know that she needed to learn, but that she learned through her experience inside of Macros 101. And so I'm so excited for you to be able to listen to Marla talk about her experience, about some of the lessons that she didn't know that she needed to learn, but that she learned and about her experience with maintenance. Now, Last thing before we jump into the episode, if you are interested in joining Macros 101, we only open doors two times a year, once in March and once in September. And so our March enrollment is getting a little bit closer. So if that's something that you're curious about or you're interested in, I highly suggest getting on the wait list. This makes sure that you don't miss the opening. It's a short window. And so the last thing I want is for someone who's interested to like miss out because you didn't see any posts on Instagram or you didn't get an email about it. So get on the waitlist at bicepsafterbabies.com forward slash waitlist. It doesn't commit you to anything. It just puts you on an email list so that you are the first to know when we open doors so that you can snag a spot right away. Without further ado, let's jump into that episode with Marla. All right. I'm so excited to welcome Marla to the podcast. How are you doing, Marla? I am great. Thanks. How are you doing, Amber? I am doing fabulous and I'm really excited about this because you told me that you're scared to do this (laughs) (laughs) and you know how much I love being scared and doing it anyway. Um, but no, I, I asked, so a little background, I asked on the beyond macros, um, one-on-one page, which is our, um, continuing coaching option after macros one-on-one. So I asked on the beyond page, I said, Hey, I want to feature some of you guys on the podcast. Who wants to do it? And you wrote, this would scare me to death, but my heart is telling me it's something I should do. So I want you to tell me more about that statement. Oh my gosh, our hearts, right? Don't they lead us on like these amazing journeys? (laughs) So I think we get caught up in our heads. And so my head would tell me, like my head was telling me like, no way. Like I don't have anything to share on a podcast that would be a value. That would be too scary. I'll fumble over my words, whatever. And yet 
my heart in my life has taken me on an amazing journey and it has created this like fabulous life that I never dreamed roads that I would go down. And so I've learned to just follow those nudges that come from our heart Mm -hmm. and it's never led me astray. And so when I got that little nudge in my heart, I'm like, oh shoot. And I did it. I did it. And here I am. (laughs) And here you are. That's so amazing. Yeah. So tell uh, people who are listening a little bit about you, like who are you? Where are you at in your life? What, maybe a little bit about where you were at before you joined Macros 101. Just give us kind of an overview. Okay, so I'm 49. Um, so I've lived a bit of life. I've got five kids, ages 25 all the way down to 18, or not to 18, to eight. I have 25, oh, 23, 25 to 20, eight. Wow. Yeah, 15, eight. So I've got quite wow. a bit going on, and that has been a journey in and of itself. Um, I have always been a stay at home mom. Um, my husband's a veterinarian and in and off, I've been involved a little bit with his practice. Um, Mm -hmm. but I actually have a bachelor's of music. I was a music teacher, um, at the middle school for a while with a minor in mathematics. So certainly not anything leading into health, nutrition, and fitness, but this has been my passion forever. So to answer your question, like, where did I, where was I at before macros 101? Um, I was searching for information. That's where I was at. I have exercised consistently on and off for, you know, 30 years. It's just Mm -hmm. been a part of my life. And back in like 2012, 2010, around then I started lifting weights and that was kind of a huge jump for me. And then in, you know, right after that, I found Tom Benuto's book, burn the fat, feed the muscle. And I read it and that's where I learned how to do macros. And I kind of figured it out myself and I was Mm -hmm. just self-taught and I figured out how to do a cut and I was really successful. And I wait, what year was this? Like 2012, You're like so ahead of like everything. Like that was (laughs) like, that was like, I feel like I was cutting edge on learning about macros and that was in 2016. So you were like way ahead. Well, let me tell you, if I could have gone, if I could have had your My Fitness Pal tutorials back then, it would have saved me <laughs> a lot of so time. much time. <laughs> That's amazing. 2012. Wow. Okay. Keep going. Yeah. And, and so I, so I knew how to cut mm-hmm. and I loved it. And I loved what I was able to experience through learning that. And yet there was no information about the, out there about maintenance. And I just remember even Googling several times, like maintenance, how to maintain, Mm -hmm. you know, looking it up in Tom's book and in other books that I'd read. And I'm like, everything is just about how to lose weight. Like, what do we do next? And I was super frustrated about that because with having five kids, there's lots of big life events that come up. So, you know, since that time, I've had three kids graduate from high school. You know, I've had two daughters get married. I've had three girls. My third is now serving a mission for our church where they leave for 18 months and they go away. And those are really big, hard events. And so what would happen is I would cut and I could stay there. And then these big life events would come up. And then it was, it was like, I would lose my momentum. I, you know, I didn't have the time and, and, you know, we're just talking a matter of like between maybe seven and 10 pounds, Mm -hmm. but it was enough that I needed more information. Mm -hmm. So last winter I was searching and I'm like, there's gotta be more out there. And I'm not a big like person on social media. I do it mostly just to stay in touch with my kids and kind of see where what's going on in their world. And I started to find some social media accounts to follow that I was like eating up all the information. And one of them was yours. And I have to tell you, I was kind of bitter <laughs> when I found out about the reverse diet. Cause I was like, <laughs> why have I not known about this before? Word. Like, why? <laughs> 
what? you know, like who was keeping this information from me? Why wasn't yeah. I finding it when I was Googling on the internet? So it kind of changed my world. Well, it changed mm-hmm. my world. And I was like, no way. So I was super excited to try this out because like I said, I had the information I knew how to cut. Yeah. Um, I've been doing a lot of work, like self-work, like on my beliefs and my identity and shifting those. And so mm-hmm. I kind of brought all of that. That's where I was when I saw macros 101. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of like, hmm. And I'll tell you, I was like, I don't know. Like, I don't have a lot of time. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's got to be efficient, the time I use to spend in this. So it was like, do I really, really want to do this? And I will tell you what hooked me is you did a five day challenge. And Mm -hmm. I was like, you know what, I'm going to find out what this lady is about. So I did the five day challenge and you presented the parable of the empty cup. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You're like, come bring your empty cup. Yeah. And I was hooked. And you I did it. Like, <laughs> I did. And I was like, this lady has something for me because when we come with an empty cup, we're humble. Yeah. And humble is being teachable. And no mm. matter where we are, we can pull out some nuggets. And totally. I pulled out a lot of nuggets. So that's mm. where I was before I started Macros 101. I was searching for that, those missing links that I needed. Yeah. So then during Macros 101, did you do a reverse? Was that like the first time you ever reversed? So Macros 101 did not go as I anticipated because three or four days after Macros 101 started, I got shingles. <gasps> oh, my mom just got shingles not too long ago. It was terrible. Yeah. It is terrible. Yeah. And uh, you know, I was like, I'm only 49. Why yeah. am I getting shingles? And yet it was, it, it was my body's manifestation that things were getting out of control too much, yeah. and it was a very stressful and it was a really difficult summer mm-hmm. and, and my body needed to heal. Mm-hmm. So my big takeaway from macros 101, one of them was how to heal. And mm-hmm. I didn't go in wanting to search or wanting to know about that. Like nobody wants to take no. the time to heal, right? <laughs> no one's going to like so, buy something to like learn how to heal. Like that's like, right. <laughs> it's like, right. no, it's slow down and like de-stress <laughs> and cut things out. And <laughs> Right. So I was actually coming into Macros 101 wanting to do a cut because the summer I had put some pounds on and I'm like, mm-hmm. I just want to cut. And then I want to try out this whole reverse thing and see how it works. And when I got shingles, I just, I just went straight to maintenance. And so my macros 101 journey was a little unique because I just sat at maintenance and learned what that meant and what it really looked like. And it's still a journey for me. So I am still waiting to figure out that reverse. And I'm super excited (laughs) to try it out. However, after being at maintenance and really learning about it, I'm not super anxious to to jump off the maintenance train. You know what I mean? You know Uh, what I mean? I'm so glad that you're sharing that because I feel like um, for some people, maintenance is this like, I don't want to be in maintenance. That sounds like no fun. It sounds like nothing changes. That's like really boring. And like, they're just itching to cut. And I think you're right that I I've seen it over and over when women actually experience maintenance and like get comfortable with it. There's almost like that. Oh, this is actually really amazing. And when you really embrace maintenance, it can be a really amazing place to be. So I, I, hopefully for people who are listening, who maybe are a little scared of maintenance, that is a little light at the end of the tunnel for them of saying, no, this can be really fabulous too. You know, I think in maintenance, you have to start doing, you have to dig deep and you really got to look at yourself Mm -hmm. and you've got to look at those beliefs of why do I need to cut, Mm -hmm. you know? And so that's been just, it's been awesome. And I I was planning, honestly, I was like, okay, I'm, I think I'm hopefully healed. I think I want to do a cut, you know, the first two months in uh, 2022, and then I can try that reverse, Mm -hmm. but I, I'm not so sure. I think Mm -hmm. I might be sitting at maintenance for a, a good chunk of 2022. And just be happy here 
Yeah. It's awesome. it's like, come on, women, come join the maintenance. <laughs> come join us at maintenance. <laughs> You'll it's love amazing. It. It's amazing. <laughs> I love it. Well, awesome. So as you know, as a 40 year at nine year old mother of five, um, there's gonna be some unique things that go along with that. That's some unique challenges, unique situations, things that you've had to deal with. Um, maybe if there's another 49 year old mother of five sitting out there, what, what would you say are some of those unique challenges and maybe the ways that you've been able to navigate through them that might give someone else some hope or some ideas? So, um, when I think about that question, I actually kind of feel like, like having five kids is, is unique. I mean, it's a large family, Mm -hmm. but I feel like every woman I talk to their life is full. You know, I don't like to use the word busy. I'm so busy. Like I had a friend say that to me. She's like, I hate busy. And I'm like, I know. And so to me, it just feels more genuine to say our lives are so full. They're so incredibly full that I think that having this really crazy full life can resonate with the majority of women out there. Mm. Like like my daughter that's married and she's just getting ready to graduate from nursing school. Her and her husband had just came down and and in her world right now, her her life is very full. Mm-hmm. You know, she doesn't have children and but she is still having a full life. Mm. And so I thought, you know, what would I share with women? What have I learned or what would I have told myself back in the day to help me through this yeah. journey? Or you know, and I think the first thing for me, which this may not resonate with a lot of people, but I learned how to successfully work out at home, mm. and um, I'm kind of a bit big advocate for that. It started that way out of essential. Like we did, we were so poor. Um, we had already started our family. My husband was in vet school, and I was teaching piano lessons and voice lessons on the side to like scrape up any money we had. I did not have money to go to the gym, mm-hmm. but I was going to work out. And so I bought a step and I bought a Jane Fonda video back yes. in the, you know, yes. mid nineties <laughs> and Jim Miller was step, you know, step Reebok. And, um, and I started to build my home gym and now I've been really blessed because it's been probably six years ago. We were just able to build a, a literal home gym where I have all the equipment I want mm-hmm. in my space. But for years, it, I'd have to pull it out. And even down in our rec room in our basement where we watch movies and the pool table is there were my weights sitting off on the side, you know, from five to 40 pounds. And it was just part of our life. And mm-hmm. so I would tell women to don't be afraid about working out at home. I think more people have done that with the pandemic. Um, but it really worked for me. Now, that being said, my third daughter cannot work out at home. Like she's got to get out of the house. She's got to go out to work out. And so I know Mm -hmm. for some people that doesn't work, but you can be successful working out at home. Mm -hmm. You've got to invest some money. Um, you've got to be able to be flexible with it, but every program out there can work for you at home too. So that's what I would tell somebody. Um, the next thing I would tell them is you can do hard. Like mm-hmm. you can do hard. Mm-hmm. Um, it was hard figuring out macros on my own. It was hard the first time I tried to figure out how to weight lift. But what I love about this journey in health, fitness, and nutrition is that when you find truth, it resonates into all the other parts of your life. And right now in my parenting journey, I'm in a really, really hard place with one of my kiddos. And it's really raw and I'm having to be very vulnerable, but I'm like, I can do it. If I can wake up early and go to the, you know, get into my gym and work out and show up for myself, I can do this. I can wake up and I can show up for my kid at my very best. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, we can do hard things. This yeah. taking care of yourself is hard, mm-hmm. but oh, 
it's so much better than that than the other end of that stick, right? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> if well, you and just want to do the easy. Yeah, exactly. Well, and I, what I love about it is is this statement. This is hard. I think it's an incomplete statement because when we say the words to ourselves like this is hard, and we stop there is something that comes after that. And what comes after that really matters. And so what a lot of people say are thinking when they say this is hard is this is hard, which means I shouldn't do it. Or this is hard, which means I should quit. Or this is hard, which means it's unfair. Or this is hard, which means like I'm never going to be able to make it through it. Right. That, that second part really matters. And what you're saying is like, no, that continuation of that sentence can be totally different. It can be, this is hard and I can do hard things. This is hard. Um, and so I know it's something I need to do. This is hard, but I can, you know, I'm stronger than it. Right. So what mm-hmm. comes after the, this is hard really matters. And so many of the times we leave that unsaid and I want you to I would challenge yourself to like, what is the continuation of that sentence and how can you flip it? And so it's like, this is hard, but it doesn't mean I shouldn't do it. Like, that's what you did. Like, this is scary. And that part of me knows that that's like why I should get on here and do the podcast is, is because it is scary. So scary isn't actually a bad thing. It's kind of telling me, it's prompting me to do something that's going to be good for me. And so what, uh, like the question is, is like, what comes after that? This is hard. And that matters. So honestly, that leads right into the next thing that yeah, I would tell me, tell me is that I, this is hard and I am worthy mm. of doing this hard thing. And I yeah. am worthy of the results that I can get for myself. And I am worthy of spending time on myself. I feel like women, like just the genetic makeup of of women were nurturers. Um, And we, we tend to across the board, we tend to spend a lot of time on other people um, and be able to just give up on ourselves. And I would say that that's actually that's, it's kind of a pitfall, actually, the way I feel about it. I feel like if we're going to be the very best mothers, the very best, you know, if we are in a profession, whatever that profession is, if we're going to be our most best, best, authentic, genuine self, we first have to show up for ourselves. And for me, I did that by working out. And my kids knew, like, even as they were little, they knew mommy's working out. If I wake up and she's working out, like Mm. I'm going to have to wait. And I never felt guilty about that. And I thought that that was really powerful. I don't know why I did that as a young mom. I don't know where I came up with that, Mm -hmm. but I think that's so important. And then having teenagers, it's a different life. And I just had to keep reminding myself, like, I'm worthy of spending this time on myself. And then when I now have adult children and when COVID hit all my adult children, I had, you know, my, my, my daughter was married. My second daughter was dating and her boyfriend was living with us too. And we had a house, we had people in every inch of our house. Yeah. And, and no one they, left. They were, yeah. <laughs> like you're exactly. at home all day together. <laughs> exactly. Except my husband, he still got to leave because he was an essential, he was essential yeah. a worker. Yes. But, um, I, but they knew, in fact, I, my oldest, well, my son-in-law, he would, he was going to PT school. And so he would go into the gym for classes because it was quiet, but yeah. he would check with me and he'd be like, you know, when are you going to be in the gym? And I just love that because he honored the fact that I was honoring myself. Like Mm -hmm. I'm going to show up for myself today doing this and I'm worthy of that. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's just, oh, if I could just scream that from the house, the rooftops, right? Just like women, you are worthy of spending time on yourself. That is not selfish. That is important for you being your best self. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that that's huge. 
it's huge. Yeah. And, it, and, and just that like mindset of like, I'm worth this. I'm, I'm worth the time. I'm worth the money. I'm worth the effort. I'm worth the inconvenience to my spouse. I'm worth like, whatever it is, is like, I'm worth that. And this Absolutely. is something that I need to do for myself and, and taking care of yourself allows you to then take care of other people at a higher level. And mm-hmm. that's what we want. That's what we want to do. That's yeah. amazing. So do it without apologizing. You yes. Know? Oh, good. Do it. Do it without apologizing. Yes. <laughs> yes. I love it. Okay. Awesome. Were there any other lessons that are coming to you that you would, that you're like feeling called to share lessons that you've learned? So I feel like because my, my last 25 years has spent being a mom, mm-hmm. a lot of times in motherhood, you don't have a beginning and an end. Mm-hmm. You don't have, because it just comes. It never it just never ends. It, ends. it never ends. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? If you think you're not getting sleep when you have little kids, wait till you have teenagers. Yeah. <laughs> you know right. What I mean? And you just, you just aren't sleeping again ever. But what I loved about being in my gym and spending time doing these things is I could set goals and I could achieve them. I could set an eight week cut. And I could achieve a goal. I had a beginning and an end. I could say, I'm going to do, you know, this 12 and a half week weight training program. And it had a beginning and an end, which leads me into the last lesson that I would share. And that is to offer ourselves grace and compassion. Because one of the things that would kind of keep me stuck is that I would just be like, okay, I've got 12 weeks. And then life happens and hello, it happens for all of us. You know, like right now I I had to kind of shift my mind because I finally was able to get back in the gym and I'm doing this. It is a 12 and a half week program for weightlifting. I'm three weeks in and I got a cold. And mm-hmm. so I'm out for a week and a half. And mm-hmm. now I'm like, oh my God, <laughs> but offering grace and self-compassion then I can just hey, be like, Hey, all is well. I'll be back in the gym on Monday and I'll just start where I left off. And I think that that, you know, it's that all or nothing mentality, which you mm-hmm. talk about a lot, mm-hmm. um, that it's offering yourself grace in the gym is really powerful. Like it's okay if you're tired and you have to modify, mm-hmm. you know, it's okay if your kid needed you until two in the morning to have a chat and now your workout needs to be pushed back a day. like. Mm-hmm. Life is fluid. It's it's never static. It's never just going to be the scheduled way. And so not get frustrated when you have to adjust. Mm-hmm. And yeah. just just offering that grace is such a beautiful thing. And again, how awesome is that when you can take that into all the other aspects of your life? When you can offer that to other people? Yeah. When someone cuts you off on the freeway and so being like, oh, you jerk. Be like, huh, he must be in a really big hurry. Mm-hmm. I'm fine to just let them in, you know, mm-hmm. and, and when we goof up in our relationships to be able to be like, okay, well, that didn't go so great. You know what, how can I do better next time? Like that's powerful. Yeah. That's so powerful. powerful. And I think people forget to take that philosophy into their workouts, into their nutrition mm-hmm. plan, mm-hmm. you know, into their image of their body. Oh yeah. yeah. That's a whole other topic. But yeah, hundred <laughs> percent, right? Like, right. Yes, um, that's so so good. Well, Marla, this is awesome. Thank you so much for for sharing your journey, for sharing your experience, for sharing your life lessons. Uh, if there's one last thing that you want to, you know, that hasn't been flushed out yet, that you want to make sure gets said, what would it be? 
Hmm. About my journey or yeah, just anything, anything what's coming up? Um, I would tell you to learn like you can learn. I can learn. You know, I used to feel like, I don't know what I'm doing. Like, why am I doing this? Blah, blah, blah. And I would just dig for the information. And somebody said to me recently, the students will find their teacher. Yeah. And that's so true. Anytime I've gone looking for the information, I found it. You know, I found I found macros a long time ago before people were even like, yeah, you're you. like the OG. You know? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm not. But, <laughs> but, you know, and so if you have questions, ask them and figure it out. Find the answers. They're there. They're yeah. there for you. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. I, yes. And I, I that's something I say a lot, too, is like. When this, when you're ready, when the student's ready, the teacher is going to be there. The teacher appears. And I think that's, you know, it's kind of like the experience that you had where it's like, well, let's hear what this lady has to say. And then it was like, it resonated, right? It resonated on a, on a level. And you're like, Mm -hmm. okay, this is, I'm ready for this. I'm ready to learn. And Mm -hmm. you kind of, I love that you like feel into that, um, so much in your life. So thank you. You know, I, I just have to say one closing thing is that when you're learning truth is truth. Mm. And you just know it, sure. you know, and you had a module on that about how it just feels good mm-hmm. when you find truth and, and regardless of the modality of finding it or yeah. the, the subject truth is truth, mm-hmm. you know, and yeah. it will feel good and you'll know it's right. So, good. so. thank you so much, Marla. It's been yeah. such an awesome pleasure to have you on the podcast. Thank you so much. Appreciate your time. Thanks for listening to this episode. I hope that it uh, brought you some joy. I hope that it maybe made you think a little bit and give you a little bit different perspective on maintenance and what that experience can be like for you. If this is the first episode of Biceps After Babies Radio that you've listened to, welcome. If this is the second or more episodes that you've listened to and you have not yet left a review, If you would please do that, that would be so helpful to me. I mean, if this is the second or more podcast that you listen to, you're you're coming back for a reason. There's a reason that you're coming back. And I'm so grateful for you. And it really helps the podcast if you take five minutes to leave a review on iTunes. It helps the podcast to get discovered by more people. So thank you for doing that ahead of time. Thanks for being here on Biceps After Babies Radio. I'm Amber. Now go out and be strong because remember my friend, you can do anything. Hold up, sister friend. Do you love Biceps After Babies Radio? If so, the best way to say thank you is to subscribe to the podcast and leave a review on iTunes. I know every podcaster wants you to leave a review, but it's because those reviews help the podcast to reach more people. And I do truly want to know what you think. If this particular episode resonated with you, will you also please share it? Either send the link to someone who would find it valuable or take a screenshot and post it to your social media and tell your friends and family why they should listen. Make sure you tag me at biceps.after.babies so I can hear your feedback and give you a little love. And you know, if you aren't already following me on Instagram or Facebook, that's the perfect time to hit that follow button. Thank you for being here and listening to Biceps After Babies Radio. 